Hey, thanks for checking out our show. If you like what you hear, we have tons of additional content at patreon.com slash the media lunch break. It's very brave of you to wear a Blue Lives Matter shirt. Well, you know, I like to take a controversial stance. You know how I am. I know that about you. Yeah. You know how I am. I really, I ride that line. That thin blue line. <laughs> how are you? I'm all right. How are you doing? Uh, good. That was a question mark. Yeah. Okay. All right. Everything seems fine. But too fine. Yeah. Like something should be wrong by now. Yeah. 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 Like we're still getting a lot of listeners. Yeah. I don't know what that's about. I don't trust it, to be frank. I don't trust it either, which is why, just to put you at ease, I'm going to completely tank this episode and drive <laughs> those numbers back down. Yeah, you've already started with your thin blue line shirt. Uh, what are you wearing there? I'm trying to gussy this podcast up. Okay, you're wearing a blue shirt as well. I'm wearing a t-shirt. Yes, but a v-neck. It is a v-neck. It is. You know why? Because I think I'm fat. And this makes me look thinner. It does? Is that the? Is that what V-necks do? It absolutely does. Any fat guy will tell you that. Hold on a second. Sarah, you know about fashion. You know about fat guys. <laughs> you know about fashion and fat guys. Do V-necks make you look thinner? Is that a fact? Not you personally, because nothing can make you look thinner, babe. You look great. Pulled that one out of the gutter, didn't I? First of all, associating thinness with how you look. No, I'm really asking you. Is this the thing? I'm going to plead the fifth on this. But he's wearing a V-neck. He, come, come watch. Come look. Come look. Come look. Oh, my God. Come here. I know, right? It's crazy. Look at this. I'll wear a... I'll try look. to remember to wear a crew neck next time. Oh, why are you... Why are you dressed for Hoth? <laughs> I'm leaving. Oh, okay. Right now, so... It, it's about time. It's about time she left. Am I right? I mean, we all knew this was coming. But I'm glad that we're anyway. recording this. Not only for content, but also for my attorney as well. I'm just glad you're wearing a V-neck and not a wife beater. I'm just we- glad you're wearing anything. Or a tank top. I don't know what they call them these he's, days. He's trying to gussy up this podcast and Got make it. it a classy affair. Cool. It's, it's Hey, I like it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I didn't say I didn't say I didn't like it. We started working on a new bit. Oh, the thing that I sent you the other day? Yeah. Yes. Yes. So yes I don't yes. even want to spoil, but uh, yes. I just want to put it out there for people to uh, keep a lookout for. I'm it. hoping we can find a f- you and I should talk off mic after this to try yeah, and figure yeah, out yeah. if we can do this. I have some ideas on how we can do it and do it. I think it's over. hysterically funny. Did you look at my notes? I did. And I actually incorporated, I think, like 90 percent of them. Nice. Yeah. Nice. And actually, there's uh, the reason I haven't sent you a new script is because you're going through the typos. Yes. Oh, yes. No, I'm taking um, one of your notes was good. And I actually want to incorporate it. And like, the rest were bad. Leave it. Oh, I throughout see. Yeah. The whole thing. I want to make it an ongoing Got it. thing throughout the thing. An ongoing thing throughout the thing. Yeah. I mean. Yeah, hopefully this this one comes to pass. This needs a quick turnaround. Which, yeah, it does. Yeah, we'll see. We'll talk about it. We'll see if we can even do it. And if we can, great. I think it'll be really funny. So keep an eye out for that. Yeah. It's going to be funny. Or if it never happens, this will just be a weird thing we talked about. And I'll, I'm will i okay with that, too. How are you? I'm good. Uh, we had a parent-teacher conference today, and that went... As well as could be expected. Did you walk up and slap the teacher in the face? I did not. As is the parlance of our times. I did. Oh, we'll get into that in a minute. (laughs) We're going to discuss it. I'm I'm so excited. I'm saving it for the news, but uh, we're going to get into it. No, I did not. But this is this is how you know you're off to a, a you have a good relationship with your your child's teacher when she gets on the Zoom call and she immediately just goes. So what do you want to know? 
That's immediately what she led off with. Yeah. What, what do you have to tell me? Yeah. 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 I don't know. What do you do with my kid for seven hours? Let's talk about that. I thought you were going to say that, like, you know, you're in for a real meeting when she checks her watch at the beginning and says, well, I hope you have your whole evening blocked out. <laughs> I hope you've gotten a babysitter. Yeah. Because this is going to be a while. Yeah. Yeah. And then they're like, is that the sun coming up? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> She's uncorking wine. <laughs> See, that would be better with the, what do you want to know? She lights up a cigarette, like shotguns a, a Bud Light. <laughs> she just crushes it on her head. <laughs> amazing. These kids, yeah. I tells you. <laughs> like, oh, God, what's going on? You're like, you were a regular human when we started this school like year. Th- three minutes ago. <laughs> no, that's literally how she started. What do you want to know? And we were like. I don't know what anything like what like she's a snitch for the mafia. Yeah. Like what? You, <laughs> I've got 15 minutes when the feds are going to bust in here. Can you put me up in a place? I want a real nice new name. I want a real nice place to live somewhere in like suburban areas. Something with an olive garden. You know, a fancy joint like that. That is a full cup of tea right there. I know it's too hot. I ju- I mean, I ran down here. I just poured it and. Ran down Wait, here. hold on. So you poured a giant hot cup of tea and then We've ran already made this. We stairs. made this joke last week, I think, or maybe two weeks ago. Because you ran around with hot tea? Yes, and I, in the other hand, I had a pair of scissors. Oh, we did do this joke, <laughs> yeah, didn't we? Yeah, we've done that. Yeah, we, listen, the people are coming in for the hot, fresh jokes. Well, we got to keep it thing, fresh. Though, apparently, we're getting more and more people every time, so I feel like we just need to repeat the bits oh, every episode, like because it's their first episode. Because it's gold. Oh, I see what you mean. I, I thought you meant like do our greatest hits every episode. Well, basically, yeah, because if the new people are coming every episode, they want to hear sellers. all the good stuff. Exactly. Exactly. See, this is how we are going to beat that son of a bitch, Joe Rogan. Chris, I have an idea for you. Okay. Bodiverse. Oh my gosh, I love it. Chris, I've got an idea for you. Yes? Bombadick. I don't remember how that one started, and it's a really remember. old one it's that no Tolkien one's going to remember. And yeah. that's all that matters. It's Bombadil something. Sure, whatever. Bombadick on the Bodiverse. I can't go wrong. Welcome to the Media Lunch Break, bringing you all of your comic geek and movie news all in the time it takes to eat a good sandwich and keep my wife's name out your fucking mouth. Uh, This is so old news at this point now for people listening. It's like a week and a half late. It's not. It's not going anywhere for a little while. I can almost guarantee it. All right. My name is Chris Treble. Alongside me, as always, is my co-host, Andrew Dunn. Say hello, Andrew. It was a G.I. Jane joke. It was a G.I. Jane joke. We'll get into it. Oh, my gosh. I have so much news. I have a bunch of news. I don't think we're going to get to any of it. It's going to be really tough. It's going to be really tough. It is the best day of the week, Andrew. It's Tuesday it's News Tuesday Day, Tuesday News Day, yeah. It's Tuesday News Day. You know I love it, and you know you love it. I'm still waiting for you to record a theme song for it. Can you get on that? I should. You have a bunch of instruments over there, right? I have zero instruments over you here. You have zero? Uh, you don't have like a harmonica or like a kid's drum kit or something? I do have a harmonica. Okay, then you have an instrument. Do you have a, any kid's instruments? Yeah, I do have some of those. I could just record those. You fucking liar. Keep your fucking lies out of your mouth. 
Are you still sick? A little bit. I'm still coming back. All right, Andrew. You'll have it after this past weekend's Oscars. Yes. What? Uh, so... Let's get right into this. All right. We got to get right into the news because apparently we've got a lot to talk about. Uh-huh. So as always, uh-huh. I've got a little bit. Will Smith. Hold on. Wait. I want to talk about Will Smith. a little bit of everything. I want to talk about Will Smith slapping the shit hold out on. of Chris hold Rock. On. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. I'm going to still give you the choice. I've got a, I've got a little bit of Will Smith slapping the shit out of Chris Rock. Or I've got a little bit of Chris Rock getting the shit slapped out of him by Will Smith. What would you like to start with? Uh, uh, oh, I can't decide. Well, it doesn't matter because we're going to talk about Will Smith slapping the shit out of Chris Rock. Andrew, <laughs> Will Smith slapped the shit out of Chris Rock at the Oscars. What the hell is going on? It's Hollywood's biggest night. <laughs> and Will Smith. And, and, and almost as exciting for Chris Rock. And assault. I mean, to be man. honest, Jesus to be fair, it's, an ex- it's Hollywood's biggest night for Chris Rock and Will Smith. Just another Sunday. Holy shit. I, this is honestly all I have been thinking about. Since it happened. Yeah, me too. I've sent you so many memes. Yeah, it is the best memes meme. I've made myself. I noticed that because they are whatever we just said to each other. <laughs> just put over this image of Will Smith slapping the shit out of Chris Rock. Okay, for anyone who uh, who somehow is listening <laughs> to this. Apparently just and, landed from space. <laughs> and uh, somehow listening to this and a week and a half after the fact doesn't know what we're talking about. Chris Rock made what I believe to be a fairly safe, inoffensive joke. Yes. At Jada Pinkett Smith's expense at the most recent Oscars, the 94th Academy Awards. And in response, her husband, Will, just smacked the shit out of him. Just walked up on stage. Wow. And really, like, walloped. Chris Rock immediately said in response, Will Smith just smacked the shit out of me. Yep. (laughs) Those are the first words out of his mouth. Will Smith smacked the shit out of him. And the first words out of his mouth were, wow, Will, Will Smith, Smith just smacked, smacked the, the shit, shit out, out of me. me. Uh, and after Smith sat down, he shouted, keep my mouth's, keep, keep my, my wife's name. Wife's. I, I've been thinking about that. It's a tongue twister. It is a little and bit. And he did it twice. And he did it twice. Perfect. Under strong emotions. Perfect, I mean, he's actually. a good actor. He yeah. deserves an Oscar. Keep uh, he <laughs> said, keep my wife's name out of your fucking mouth twice. Rock declined to press charges on Smith, who eventually released an apology, signing it with, quote, I am a work in progress, quote, my guy, you're 54 years old. At this point in your life, you really shouldn't need much more work just to pass the bar of being a decent human being. Uh, Yeah, and not committing a crime on television. I thought for sure. That that night and the next day, when I signed into Facebook, I knew we'd all be talking about it. Right. But I thought we'd all be talking about how far over the line Will Smith stepped and how it was completely uncalled for. Right. And instead, what I saw was about 30 percent of that, 30 percent of people being like, well, what are you going to do? They were both in the wrong, which I get that 30 percent is always going to be there. Right. But then 30 percent of people being like. No, Chris Rock deserved that. Right. He should have absolutely been struck in that. It's a good it's, he's lucky he didn't do it twice. He's lucky he didn't shoot him. That's what I would have done. If he has, if he's made a joke like that about my wife who was right. upset that she had alopecia. Yeah, I okay. Here's the thing. I first of all, Oh my god, again, see, now I'm doing it. Like, I don't even know. There's a thousand ways to attack. There's like almost too many options to to start in on this. Um the joke itself, not that 
Not that bad of a joke. You even see Chris Rock. I, I saw someone on TikTok analyze this afterwards, right after the hit. And he's like, dude, it was a G.I. Jane joke, which his point was saying, like, that was a safe joke, right? It wasn't that great of a joke. But even after that, when Will Smith says it a second time, there's a long, awkward pause. And Chris Rock, you see him go, I could. Yes. And then he I goes, see, oh, I OK. See, I see that. And then he just moves yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he's like, he's thinking to himself, I could have said so. So much worse no, stuff he's than a, that. I mean, listen, the guy's a professional comedian that came up in comedy clubs. He's thinking I could yeah. I could rip this guy's asshole right now. I could tear into your whole family. I, you know, that guy, he could have he could have made it a lot worse and just kept going. And he's like, no, nah, I'm not going to hijack the Oscars to do this. This is kind of wish it. he had to be. Oh, honest. oh, my gosh. So do I. But <laughs> but he was like, this isn't the comedy seller. I'm not going to do that. You know, yeah. you know, this is the place for he it. knew the media lunch break wouldn't be able to get into any news right. if that had happened. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So he was being respectful to us. I I d- and I appreciate that as always, yeah. Chris. I will issue a formal thank you to Chris Rock. Yes. And I will sign it with I am a work, work in, in progress. progress. <laughs> Like, you're the only one, Will. (laughs) (laughs) To be fair, I don't know too many 53-year-olds who would get up and slap the shit out of a guy in a a public forum. Like, the most public forum. Yeah, for saying your wife looks like G.I. Jane. Jane. Which, okay, can I just break down this joke for a second? Because I understand people are like, that was wrong of him to say a joke about her appearance because she has alopecia, which is a condition and, and she's not choosing to shave her head, which I, I on several, I, on some level, I will respect what, what they are saying. She is Al- also choosing to shave her head. Well, yes, but I'm saying like she, it is because of hair loss that is because of a condition. An immune disease. Yes. Yeah. And so I understand, I understand what they're saying. Right. But also and this is something that I, I was saying to Sarah before is that he said, maybe this is parsing Harris, but he said, looking forward to G.I. Jane, too. He made a reference to G.I. Jane. G.I. Now, what he didn't say was something like looking forward to Dallas Buyers Club, too. Right. He didn't he didn't reference her as, say, a a someone who is diseased or someone who is right. He was referencing her bald head because she looks like and not just her bald head, but Jada Pinkett Smith herself looks fairly tough all of the time. Right. And quite honestly, it doesn't look like it's not a fashion choice. It no. looks like she could be making a fashion choice. Uh, and so I would also say that, like, uh, first of all, G.I. Jane is a movie about a woman who stands up a pa- uh, against a patriarchal system and Basically, shoot through sheer strength and will. Smith. I didn't mean to say will. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, overcomes the system, right? And I was like, she looks like the type of person that would be cast in a G.I. Jane 2. Honestly, if they were going to do it, she could be in a movie like that. Which also, side note that just because you're reminding me of this, side note as well, it made me start thinking about how was 30 years ago the last time we had a movie about a woman in the military that was successful? Possibly. Right. But I was like, that's the most. It's been a while. That's still the most obvious one. Like, that's shining a pretty big light on that as well. As well. But that's what I mean. It it really like that as a as a reference. It's nearly a compliment. It's nearly a compliment. Right. I understand like the the people that are saying like, again, she has alopecia. She can't control it. So to bring attention towards that is one thing. And I'll grant you that. However. Even so, you don't get up and hit a person. Right. Especially when you're Will Smith and Jada Pinkett Smith, who, uh, you know, and I I don't try and play this type of card often, but 
They're fucking rich and famous. I was going to say multi-millionaires. Yeah, you don't need to do that. Wait until the end of the night and then go on Twitter. Even do it from your seat in the audience. So one thing I kept saying to people on Facebook was, you know what I would have done if I was Will Smith in that situation? I would have wiped my tears away with my millions of dollars. It's so hard being you, isn't it? It's That's the thing, is that, first of all, Alopecia is something that, and I've heard others talk about this. I cannot remember his name, but the actor from Barry, from the show Barry with Bill Hader. Oh, I was going to say Bill Hader. <laughs> no, the other guy. There's a there's a, a guy in there who plays. Henry Winkler. No. Nope. He's in it, right? He, no, he's he plays the villain in it. But he's bald, and and people think that's he's he has alopecia. And I heard an interview with him recently talking about it, and talking about be you know having alopecia as a struggling actor and worrying like what is this going to do to my career? Right. And the amount of people that told him like you you might as well just stop because it's not going to happen for you. However, Jada Pinkett Smith already famous, already famous, already a millionaire. So that's one. That's one thing. Two, I don't know that Chris Rock actually knew that she had alopecia when he made that joke. He has not come out and said whether... I also don't think it matters. I don't either, but I'm saying, like, two, he he may not have even known. And three, even if he did, and even if you find that joke offensive, that's fine. But, again, you have a huge platform. You use it all the time. You literally have a show on Facebook. So, you know you have a huge social media platform, so why don't you use this constructively? As a moment to educate and you will come out on top on this and say a joke like that is inappropriate. And this is why. And this is what people with alopecia face. You know, you had a real moment here to turn this into something. And instead, you slapped a man in the face. Yeah. Well, and another thing I keep saying to people, too, is like, look, man, you want to take the stage? Because here's the other thing. If you do that, you're not going to reach the same audience. You're going to be largely reaching the audience of people who already agree with you. Right. But I was like, look, man, if you're going to take the stage. Fucking do it. Go up there, take the mic from the man and say, hey, man, that's not cool. Right. Like you shouldn't you should not be punching down on someone who's already clearly hurting. If you don't know that we're hurting, uh, first of all, weird, because we're we put our lives out there. Right. right, It's not it's it's hard to miss it. But secondly, like, don't take the risk. Right. Like, how hard is it to just be a human being in case someone is hurting? Right. And additionally, like. Be a better person. Right. And then give the mic back and sit back down. He would have been my fucking hero. Yeah, he would have gotten a standing ovation. They would have given him an extra Oscar. <laughs> That's right. Like, right then and there. Like, yeah. bonus Oscar. You just unlocked yeah. the bonus Oscar. No one has, has ever unlocked it. We have it every year. No one even knows it exists. But yes. you just unlocked but it. But instead, what he did is he showcased performative aggression. Right. Performative anger. Right. Which it, is like, does that make you feel like a big man? Yeah. I know. It's crazy. It's nuts. Uh, um, The other thing I will say is this, and you and I have talked about this sort of thing off the mic a lot. For anyone who's upset about Chris Rock's joke, I will also say Chris Rock is a professional comedian, and that is what he is there to do. I'm not saying he's there to go and offend people or to, to punch down. I will, but I'll let you finish your point, and then I'll get to that. But it would be different... I, you know, and I feel like you're going to be like, no, it's not. And I'll respect that as well. But I have been saying, I think it would be different if if one of the other presenters came out and did that. If like Jason Momoa sure. or something, which is a bad example because Will Smith wouldn't smack Jason Momoa because he'd flatten him. But <laughs> if like Jason Momoa you, came yeah. out and did that, you'd be like, that's a little uncalled. If Denzel like, Washington did that. Right. That's not like your place. You know what I mean? Like you're there to do a thing. But you they bring out Chris Rock. They bring out the comedians for this stuff 
for that exact reason. I mean, he's been a former host of the Oscars. That's what they are expected to do. Go out there and riff. And he did. And he made. And sometimes they riff and the joke lands and sometimes they don't. And that's the risk you take. But it doesn't mean that you get to go up and smack the shit out of a man. Well, and additionally, this is I think it's exactly what the Oscars wanted. I don't think they were aiming for it. Right. But they got Chris. They know Chris. Everyone knows what kind of comedy Chris Rock does. Right. It is. Making fun of people, it's pointing out the flaws in a right. system and in, right. in human social behavior right. and the differences between me and them and you and us. And that's his whole shtick. It has been for 40 years. Will Smith knows that. Jada Pinkett Smith knows that. The Oscars committee knows that. Everyone knows that. And honestly, by slapping the shit out of Chris Rock, he made himself look terrible and he made the Oscars a fuck ton of money. That's true. Yeah. It's just crazy. It's crazy that the Oscar. I know people were like, they should have pulled him out. Now, apparently there were meetings. They immediately started having like yeah, the security team. Well, they started having meetings of like, what do we do? Do we pull him out? And one of the reasons they couldn't pull him out. <laughs> this is true. Is because they went to the bylaws. And there's nothing in the bylaws about someone open hand slapping a man in the face, which why would you have that now? They're going to have to put that in. There's going to be a bylaw in the academy that says <laughs> yeah. if you slap a guy in the face during the ceremony, we have to remove you. Is there nothing about committing a crime or assault like there? And also, does there need to be like. Do we need to have it written down that you cannot assault another person without being escorted from the building? I read as well that the security team, the reason they didn't right away is because he had like he had a I don't want to call it a posse, but he had like a, a he had people. He had a crew of 20 people with him. Yeah. And they were worried that if he if he was being escorted by security, there might be a bigger scene. Right. They wanted to wait and see if they were going to just let it go. And they did. So right. everything just moved forward. A lot of people said, like, they should have stopped the show. They should have hauled him out. They should have taken him to jail. I don't know about all that. I can guarantee you that if some random stranger jumped up there and was offended and punched Chris Rock in the face, they would have hauled his ass to jail immediately. immediately. But instead. They gave them a trophy. They did. And he said that God made him do it. Anyway, <laughs> I want to get to my. Did you catch that? That he said God made him do it in the speech? I caught a lot of stuff in it and it was I was in it. I was just really the speech itself was so awkward. Yeah, it's very strange. Well, he was very obviously filled with emotion. Yes. Great. Wonderful. And I'm so so I like how he said, I'm sorry to the Academy. And I was like, you didn't slap the Academy in the face. <laughs> They're fine. You made them a fuck ton of money, bro. Yeah. Every time this happens, like you made everybody in the entire world talk about the Academy Awards. Next year, people are going to watch the Oscars because yeah. they just want to see if Chris Rock and Will Smith are on stage together. Right. I say, I say, have them host together <laughs> it is also uh, i was reading this it is customary and tradition to have the best actor in a leading role winner present the best supporting actress uh, no it's uh, all the winners from last year come and do the opposite gender so best oh, lead, lead actor gives best actress i see yeah yeah so that's that's i, I would not want to win 
that year. Well, he may be suspended for a year. They might, well, yeah, they might actually do that. They're that not going to do that. They're going to wait until this whole thing blows over, and then they're going to be like, oh, by God, that was so long ago. But he was so emotional, and right. who's to say who was in the right? Who knows? And then they're going to let him back in so that everybody can watch again, so that they can make their buckets of money. This leads me to my next and biggest point, though, which is something I keep saying to people. Yeah. I have seen a lot of people, white people, saying that this is – it's not acceptable – for you to have an opinion on this, this is up to our friends in the black community. No, and I, I very, wait. Let no. me be. Let me approach this gently. Okay, you go for it, and then I'm gonna barrel through it, <laughs> as we do. As for the newcomers on the podcast, I know Andrew enters into a door gently, and then I crash through the wall right next to the door. <laughs> Chris like is constantly man. trying to get us canceled. Yep. And if we'd known that all we had to do was slap Chris Rock, he would have been there immediately. Yeah. So to that, I say. Respectfully, uh, while it did pertain to two black people in question, this also pertains to performers of which you and I are. And to me, I am very wary and cautious of this leading to a world where a person who is offended by a person on stage is allowed by society to get up and strike them. Right. Which right. like are we go okay, so let's view this from the left as well. Like if I bring a friend of mine who is Mormon right. to see the Book of Mormon on Broadway right. and he's hurt that they're attacking this beautiful religion that potentially saved his life in a time of crisis and need, can he then get up and start assaulting the actors? Right. If I'm on stage performing, can someone just get up and hit me because I hurt their fifis? Right. It's not acceptable. At some point, we have to say, like, a 53-year-old man, instead of taking a breath and counting to 10, got up from his seat, right. walked across a room, climbed onto a stage, walked 20 more feet, and slapped a man in the face because he made a joke about his wife's hair. Yeah. We are obligated, not only performers, but we as society, as the working class, are obligated to maintain our cool in times of crisis, and multimillionaires prove time and time again that they are not, right. and it's unacceptable. Yeah, I. the reason... There are many t- there are many instances where people will say like if you know if you're not in the black community this is not something that yeah you should involve yourself in and and a lot of the times I will respect that and you and I have said things uh, on this podcast where we'll usually give some sort of disclaimer of like we're two white guys in our thirties. And we're giving our two cents, but honestly, like, it doesn't matter what we think at the end of the day. After George Floyd was murdered, we we posted a whole thing and, and gave a bunch of links to YouTube creators that who are black, who have a completely different uh, viewpoint. Because most of the t- honestly, most of the time, I agree with that sort of thing. Like, we'll we'll give our two cents yeah. on this podcast because we're trying to make content. But for the most part, like. It doesn't matter. We're both fairly progressive. I'm hyper progressive. <laughs> However, in this case, I I disagree with that simply because I really feel like this is pretty cut and dry. A man made a joke. Another guy got up and slapped him on live television for the joke in front of in millions, front of, millions of, people. of people. It doesn't matter what race it was. I, I, I like if it had been again, I'll bring in Jason Momo. If if like fucking I'm trying to think of a white comedian right now, name a white comedian. Go any of them. I could only think of really problematic ones. Yeah, exactly. John Mulaney. There you go. Thank you. I was like, I thought Woody Allen, and I was like, I no. thought Louis C.K. And I was <laughs> yeah. like, yeah, John Mulaney. John Mulaney. So if John Mulaney got up and did a joke about 
Zoe Kravitz, who is who is Jason Momoa's stepdaughter. Oh, God, you're right. And then Jason Momoa got up and slapped John Mulaney in the face. We would be having this exact conversation at this point. The I don't think this is a racial thing. This is the fact that a man got up and physically assaulted another man on live because television he was offended because he was by upset a joke. about a joke. A lot of people, I've also been because like, you, you know, my my uh, Nazi punching rules. I've also seen people being like, always well, punch them. Right. Exactly. Well, and I've also seen like, well, what's the difference? They're not. It's not in self-defense. So like, say, for example, this guy, Richard Spencer, who is the head of the alt-right, uh, very, very nasty guy. He's a white supremacist and a white nationalist. He got jacked in the face by a guy. And I'm like, yes, exactly. A lot of people have been like, well, what's the difference? And uh, I'm like, well, the one is that you're offended by a joke. And the other is that it's a fucking Nazi. He's spewing actual hatred. And also attempting to inspire and incite violence. Right. Chris Rock was not pointing at Jaded Pinkett Smith and simply going like, ha ha, look at her dumb bald head, everybody. Look at her. She's so ugly. Well, and and even then, unacceptable to me, like if Chris Rock got up and said like, uh, he had a, a child with him and he held a gun to that child's head and he said, everybody kill the person next to them or this kid gets it. OK, yeah, take that. Take him out. Like if he's inciting violence, if he's yelling that there's a fire in the theater and there isn't because he wants to see people die, take him out. Like go up and clock him. But like an, an, I, I was thinking the only thing that could come out that could make me change my mind about this whole event is if it turned out that somebody had one of Will Smith's kids in the back with a gun to their head and said, it if you was don't, like if you slap Chris Rock yeah, in the face, I'll let him go. I'll let him go. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, that's the only thing that can change my mind at yeah, this point, this I think. Is, uh, yeah, it's pretty cut and dry. He slapped him in the face. A rich man slapped another rich guy in the face. You know, it's funny, too. I thought it was fake at first. Be- oh, yeah, be- so did I. Because for only one reason, because it also looked very real, right? Everything right. about it, everything felt awkward. Right. It felt like everyone was doing exactly what they would do if this was real, which, yeah, yeah, yeah. look, they're great actors, but they're not. I know what you're saying. You know what I mean? There's there's yeah, yeah. a difference. Well, up and down to that point, neither of them had exactly been Oscar winners. So that's you know. true. <laughs> but the one thing that so like the one thing I thought was fake was I thought he punched him at first. Oh, OK. And I was like, Chris Rock with that jaw. And those teeth right. does not. I've, have you ever been punched in the face before? Uh, not recently. In adulthood? I don't think I actually ever have. Okay. I don't think I ever have. Uh, it is. I, Mike Tyson used to have a quote about getting punched in the face that like it'll it basically it, it makes you rethink your entire life. It is. It's jarring. Time at once stops and speeds up. And like it is one of the most painful sensations. <laughs> it's so so painful and like your jaw is super that's why we punch like the jaw is super weak your teeth are being held in by your gums like your nose is cartilage it's why we throw punches it's like from an evolutionary standpoint that's why we do it so for him to just bounce back i was like and they censored it so i didn't hear him say will smith just slapped the shit out of me so I was like, there's no way. There's no way he took a punch from fucking Will Smith, the guy That's who played I Muhammad thought. Ali. I thought, it, I thought it was fake because uh, Chris Rock's head was still attached to his body after the event. And then just like, he didn't even fall over. No, he, he didn't. He swung to the right and then came back. And then I, in doing research, I looked up, Chris Rock is fucking jacked right now. He's, he's yeah, put he's on like little... 50 pounds of muscle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah, huge. He's, he's gone the Chappelle route. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And so... Uh, 
I was like, well, maybe. And then when I found it was a slap, I was like, okay, I take it back. It's all, it's fair game. This, this is real. It happened. I thought it was fake because it did the, because they're both wearing mics. And so when he, when he did it, oh. it did that like, whoo, like mm-hmm. that, that sound over the mic thing. Yeah. And I thought, oh, they did like a sound. I thought like it was a, a nap. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, oh, I, I actually For anyone was not like, in the theater. That's what you call when, when an actor makes a sound like someone is getting hit on stage. Not even a nap. I thought they did a, an actual sound effect. But oh, I was really? like, oh, wow. They because t- at first I was like. Damn, that, that was, really, that good was really good timing. That doesn't usually time out that well. Because to me, it sounded like a yeah. nap, and I saw his hand was high. Like Will Smith got there and kind of like positioned well, and himself. His other hand is at his, his chest, chest when he slaps, yeah. and he just yeah. So I thought like, oh wow, that sound effect was really well timed. Yeah, and even with the Will Smith just slapped the shit out of me, I was like, oh, that's just an ad lib line. Yeah. For the thing, when he started cursing, when he, when Will Smith started right. yelling, well, Ex- well, yeah, exactly. That's stopped. when it switched. Because at the beginning too, he was laughing at the joke, and while he went up, and as he came, that's back. what I'm really curious about. Is that what happened in those interims when they cut back to Chris Rock? Because he's laughing. I suspect Will Smith had been drinking fairly heavily. <laughs> that's that, could and be. so he was just rolling along. Yeah, and then he was like, "Wait, no, this is bad." Like I've been in that. Right. Like I've been like, "Yeah, this is great. This is awful." Like on a dime right. when you're plastered. Right. And I think that changed it. And it also explains how he got so emotional because, as many, many people may not know, it is commonplace. For actors, especially professional actors, to be alcoholics because it becomes very, very easy to access your emotions when you're oh, tanked. Oh, man, is it ever I so know. easy to become an alcoholic? <laughs> is it cool for someone to shoot you because they don't like your joke about QAnon? Like, that's another point that I had. on I mean, it's the same thing as like... I love you have actual notes on this. <laughs> I do. I took a ton of notes. The last note I have, and it's the the whole thesis point of this, is that we have to draw the line somewhere, and I'm disturbed to find how few people how few people agree that the line should be drawn at physical assault. Yeah, it's just it's ridiculous. Again, to me, this is cut and dry. He got whether the joke was good or bad, or you're offended or not. At the end of the day, the action itself outdid it. Yeah, like. This could have been a very different conversation about jokes and bad taste. Yeah. With Chris Rock being the bad guy. Yeah, it would have been. Yeah. So last thing I want to say on this is uh, if you head over to our Patreon and you become a member of the Let's Get Intimate tour, you'll see about 4,000 memes that I've put up on here during the whole story. They're really good. So uh, they're really, really good. Did you make all of these or is there some others? I made some of them, but most of them are just I I went to Google, Tumblr and Twitter. Yeah. And I searched Will Smith slap meme. That, oh, oh, man, it's going to go on forever. All right, let's do some actual news. <laughs> All right. All right, Andrew, do you want to go first or do you want me to go first? You mean you went first already, that's so true. I think it's that's, my so it turn. Is your turn. This was Actually, your story. That's fair. Yeah. So, uh, very big news. We got a trailer for a new Superman movie. Did you see this? Huh? You didn't see this? No. All right. No. So, uh, it had everything. It showed his ability to shapeshift. It showed his alter ego, Clint Carter, attorney at law, and how he got his powers from an ancient Japanese goblin. Did it feel weird hearing all that about the Superman trailer? Because that's how it felt watching the trailer for Miss Marvel. Yep. So uh, is that uh, is are you taking it that you didn't like this trailer? You I didn't thought like, it was fine. Yeah. I, I, you know, it looks good still. It's, I still I trust really Marvel. Does. I really I I'm just actually, don't like I, this character is so new. Uh huh. And it, like she's this character for anyone who doesn't know has only been around for like five years. Yes. And it's an, she's got an interesting power. She has an interesting backstory. They look it, they needed to update Tony Stark's. 
because right. we're not fighting the Koreans anymore or whoever we were fighting at the time. Right, right. So they upgraded it to like Afghanistan. Right. They've upgraded the Punisher, I think. I don't think he's still a Vietnam vet, right? He's like an no, Afghanistan I think, vet. I think he's Afghanistan. Too. Yeah, it'd be weird because it's like 50 years ago at this yeah, point. Yeah. So, you know, I get when you have to update certain things. Right. But she, and I get, I also, let me just preface this as well. I get if they don't want her to have an attachment to the Inhumans at this yes. moment yeah, in time. Yeah. I think because that's one of for it, anyone who but... doesn't know, she's an Inhuman. She naturally gets these powers when this, in the comics, this thing, this right. like magic fairy dust basically like covered the earth. It covers the land. Yeah. And she wakes up and she has powers along with a bunch of other people who have it, this like dormant Inhuman gene when she has the ability to shapeshift. And get bigger and get smaller and her fists get big and she can punch people or she can just turn into other people for small amounts of time. She can heal using that ability, although it takes a lot out of her. In the trailer, it looks like she finds like a magic bracelet yes. and that gives her like a force field energy that she can control. Yeah. Which, and instead of the stretching, cool. it, it's more like a, it's almost like a Green Lantern power. Yeah. Rather than like energy uh, blast or hard light or something like that. I suspect that. They don't want to do well. One, you're right. They don't want to go anywhere near the Inhumans. I think they're like, we can't even touch that. But so we I don't also, change that. that confuses me too, though, because like, how many people remember that? I didn't even see it. I think no, I didn't see it either. Yeah, exactly. But I, yeah, nerds didn't see it, Chris. Right. Well, that's true. That's it. Um, I think though, it's one of those things where, especially now on streaming, if you start to reference it, then it ends up coming back. You know what I mean? People dig it up, and then it's all over the place. I think they just don't want to do anything with it. Although, perfect timing to introduce the X Men, who are basically the same thing as the Inhumans. Right. Well, the other thing is, I think they went with more of this cosmic thing because they don't. There's some people who think that they didn't go with this, like the stretchy arm thing because one, they're gearing up to do Fantastic Four and they don't want to. I, I think they want to save that for Mr. Fa- this is stuff I've read, but they want to kind of save that for Mr. Fantastic. And also that those special effects never look good. I was going to say, I wonder if the CGI isn't there, especially for TV. Yes. And that's what I was going to. That's that. Those two things kind of go in conjunction is that they know they are gearing up for Fantastic Four. And I think they want to save the stretchy effect for Mr. Fantastic when they have the budget to do it on a big budget rather than introduce it in television. And then people because people will look at it and be like, oh, that's what they do with the stretchiness, and that's what they're going to do with Mr. Fantastic, and I don't really want to do it. Uh, and so it'll, it might dim down excitement for the Fantastic Four. Well, and even if it's good, they'll be like, yeah, I've seen, like, they, they're going to want more people to go pay to see the movie, and if we're yeah. like, well, we've already seen a stretchy person in Marvel. Exactly. And that's what that's what they're saying. It's like, we don't want to use that up. We are, If we have one stretchy person, we're going to invest a lot of money, and we don't want to do another one. So I kind of like... The workaround of the hard light, you know, hand I thing. I get that. As long as they keep the relationships and the, the feel of the comic, that's the yeah, most important thing. and it thing. doesn't seem like they're retconning her heritage. No, Which yeah. is like so much of who that yeah. character she's is. She's in I Jersey think City. She's Muslim. She's Pakistani. Exactly. It'll so I fine. think that I, everything else. I also had a thought because I just watched the trailer before we got on this. And by got on this, I meant on this subject. I was watching it during the entire time we were talking about the construction. <laughs> that I wonder if whatever those bracelets are that this is all leaning. Cause they say, how do you feel? And she's felt, and she said cosmic. And I was like, yeah. that's interesting. That's an interesting term. Yeah. Because that's I'm like, a, uh, I mean, it must be an intentional word. Right. And so I'm like, I wonder if this is the same way that the post credit scene in Shang-Chi 
they were like, we don't know what the origin of these are, but it feels like a beacon or something that said, it yeah, was, yeah, yeah. you know, if all of this is kind of leading towards whatever the big bad is going to be, because they're going to work her into the movies, they've said. Yeah, she's in the next Captain Marvel movie. Well, yeah, I should ex- say it's not the next Captain Marvel movie. She is going to be in the a movie Marvels. called The Marvels. Yes, yes, exactly. So I wonder if they're building this towards that, like all these little things, but they're all of the same origin. And this is calling the big bad. And then it plays into it. I also suspect that uh, the reason this bracelet does not give her stretchy powers is because uh, <clears throat> maybe down the road, maybe when they do introduce X-Men or when it's further away from the last iteration of the Inhumans, maybe they Will want do it? to try to yes. do that. Yeah, and give her a natural power. Maybe the bracelets are going to be taken from her and they'll start the next season or the next movie she's in with the Inhuman story or it turns out she's an X-Men and she's getting her powers now. And they don't want to. It would be a weird coincidence if the bracelet gives her the stretchy ability and she also has a gene. And she also gets the stretchy ability. It would be weird. It would be. It would be very weird. Also, if she got the stretchy ability from the bracelet and then while stretch, she took off the bracelet. Would she just stay stretched or does it just snap? Do you think her arm would just snap back like a tape measure? Well, it's not stretching, right? No, not now. I'm just oh, saying but if that were the if case, that were the case. Well, that creates an interesting uh, dynamic and conflict to mm. work through in the show, doesn't it? Mm, it does, but not getting it. So Variety is reporting that Sharon Stone is in talks to play the villain in Blue Beetle. Oh, yeah, the upcoming Blue Beetle movie. Now, here's here's what I find very interesting. Uh, Sharon Stone has been tapped to play the villain Victoria Cord. Now, Victoria Cord is not a real character. Real character. It's not a character in DC Comics. <laughs> so far. Yeah, so far. This is one that is being made up for the movie. However, this is what I find interesting. Her last name is Cord. Ted Cord. Oh, is a Blue Beetle. Is a Blue Beetle. Probably the most famous Blue Beetle yeah. and easily the longest running Blue Beetle oh my as gosh. well. The other thing in conjunction with this, you, you want to go down this this rabbit hole with me? Let's go down this rabbit hole together. Take my hand. Here we go. Oh, why is it so moist? Uh, I spit in it. <laughs> okay, great. Raul Max <laughs> Smith. Let's what? Say, let's what? Say, what? I, I was trying to pronounce his oh. last name and I was like, oh, I'm going to butcher this. <laughs> Raul Max Trujillo. I think that's how you pronounce it. Oof. Yeah. You see what I'm going with here? It has been cast as... Carapax the Indestructible Man. Now, I didn't know who this guy was, but I looked him up. So Carapax the Indestructible Man is a Ted Cord villain who has like a robot body, right? And the robot comes from the work of Jarvis Cord, who is the nephew of Ted Cord. So what I think, this is what I think is going on. I think Ted Cord in this movie has already been Blue Beetle. I think he's dead. And I think whatever he was using to be Blue Beetle, Jaime Reyes finds it, becomes Blue Beetle, and then... Isn't that what happens in the comics? No, uh, yeah, kind of. Actually, it does, yeah. Uh, And then these guys, who are relatives of Ted Kord, are like, we want that Beetle power for ourselves. Yeah. That sounds like the plot of a movie right there. Yeah. I really think this is what it's going to be. But this sounds cool. I like the idea of, like, just launching into a a universe. Like, I like the idea of, like, nope, Ted Kord's come and gone you you missed him he already had a shit ton of adventures yeah yeah and we're gonna pick it up right in the middle right in the middle of act two here you go also the guy i can't remember the actor's name but the guy who plays uh, guillermo in um what we do in the shadows and he's been cast in 
the Blue Beetle as well. He also just got a, it. Just got announced that he's going to be playing Nightwing in the Harley Quinn animated. Oh yeah, show. Oh, that's cool. So he's all over the place at DC. I like that. Awesome. Nice. 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 So yeah. So I think that's. I actually am really excited. This even makes me even more excited for this movie. Morbius reviews are in, and people are saying the movie is actually amazing. Lee bad. Oh, it's bad. Evidently, that's surprising. <laughs> My favorite review comes from Escape Film Club, who said, quote, Morbius proves that no matter how many famous faces or shiny visuals you can squeeze in, Sony will always find a way to impressively misunderstand basic storytelling. Yeah, it's just been getting ripped up. Full disclaimer, we have not seen this movie yet, but man, people do not like it. Here's my question. Do you want to go see this? Yeah. Do you really? Should yes. we do this for next week? Because it's going to be out. Do you want to do it for next episode? Well, it'll be out for next episode, right? When is well? Here's another thing. I mean, we can talk at, off the mic, but uh, Sonic Two just Ooh. released a formal statement, a formal request, uh, asking people not to spoil the film. So you want to spoil the film? No, I just I'm like I kind of want to see that movie. <laughs> Because, like, what's in it? Because, mm. like, they only do that. Like, they did it for Venom 2 when, like, there was craziness in the post credit scene. And I'm going to go out on a limb here. Ready? Hedgehog sack scene. Chris. I was going to say Shadow the Hedgehog, I Who's think. Shadow the Hedgehog? Oh, he's a baller. Is he? Yes. Is he a baller? You should watch these movies. The first one is not bad. When you say these movies, you mean the movie. Both the of The other movie. The two. The two. One isn't out yet. You can't say you should watch these movies. One isn't uh, even uh, out uh, yet. Oh, wait. When- I'm sorry. You're right. You're right. It is out. I should go right now and go <laughs> see it. You're right. I forgot to do that thing. That thing that it's, professionals yeah, we record do. a week in advance. Yep. By the way, that's the thing. If we record a week, we record a week in advance. So if anyone else slaps anyone else, oh, we man. aren't talking about it. Boy, if Chris Rock comes out and it turns out that the reason Will Smith slapped him is for some other horrible reason, we're going to look like a bunch of morons. Again, the only thing it could be for me is if someone had Will Smith's kids at gunpoint and said, yo, go slap Chris Rock right in the fucking face. Chris Rock could have had. What if Chris Rock had Will Smith's kids at gunpoint and said, slap me? I dare you to slap me across the face i don't think you'll do it you're too nice of a hollywood star to slap a man in the face on live television and he did it so that's it excellent yeah i yeah this movie's this movie sounds like garbage i want to go see it (laughs) marvel is developing a nova project with the writer of moon knight sabir oh nice Pizana That's supposed to be really Pizeta. good. I don't sure. know, but people are saying Moon Knight already. First it's reviews are that great. it's incredible. Yeah, yeah. Deadline is reporting that the Nova Project, like I said, is being developed with the writer of Moon Knight. No, they don't know if this is going to be a feature film or if this is going to be a series. I feel like this might be a feature film, though, actually. So I don't know a lot about Nova. I know the Nova Core because I know them from Guardians, but apparently. All the, when all the Novas die, all the Nova power goes into one helmet, and then some kid becomes... The kid of another Nova Corps person becomes Nova. Is that right? Who's Nova? I might need to look this up, because uh, my understanding is that Nova is the last remaining member right. of the planet. Right. Oh, of uh, the, Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That he's like the la- He was off on some mission. Okay. And everybody else died. Uh, I got it. That's my understanding of it. Got it, um, got it, got it, got it, got it, got also, it. Also, um, do you know what his alter ego's name is? Richard Ryder? Richard Ryder. Oh, I got it, because it's my kid's name. Is that no, what you're saying? No, no. 
No. Oh, wait. Hold on. Nope. I'm there. <laughs> I got it. I'm there. Do you know what Peter Parker's dad's name is? Yes. Richard Parker. Richard Parker. Yeah. Richard Ryder. I got it. I'm Richard Ryder. I got it. His name is Richard Ryder. I got it. I got His it. His name is. Yep. We got it. If you haven't gotten it yet. They've got to change that, right? No. Are you for real? Yes. I mean, I, the porn parody writes itself. I say no. I say you keep it. In fact, you lean into it. See what I did there? Yeah. Yep. You proud yeah. of me? Uh, I do this only for your adoration. Are you proud of me? Yeah, I'm so proud of you. Thanks, Dad. Oh, Jesus. I'm going to name. I couldn't think of anything. I was wow. going to say I got to <laughs> name a kid Gitter or. Done. Get her, get her done, oh, or yeah. um, stick a fork in me. I'm. I think we've done this bit before too. Or Ben. Oh, that's actually that's that's fun. Ben done, ben right? Done. That's pretty good. Yeah, it's probably been done before right, though. You're really proud of yourself on that one. <laughs> As you should be. Way to go. There is like one guy who survives, and he was Nova, and he passes the powers onto a high school kid who is whose name is Dick Ryder. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. And got he it. has like super strength. I do know this part. He has like super strength. He can fly. He can shoot like beams out of his hands. He's basically Iron Man. Cool. But without a suit. They need one of those. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they, they lost they theirs. They lost theirs. So they need to find a new one. If you saw DC's latest feature film, The Batman, I know what you thought as soon as he walked out of the theater. You thought, if only this movie was a little longer and had more moving pieces. And have I got great news for you, because Matt Reeves has released the deleted scene featuring Barry Kogan as the Joker. Yes, I did see this. I did not even think of it as a news story because I was like, cool, whatever. People fucking love it, man. I was like so indifferent on this. Yeah, I watched it and I was like, yeah, that explains why they cut it. Every review I saw was like, I have no idea why they cut this. Like, I guess because it's five minutes long and the movie was already really long, but this is so good. And I was like, I... Because it's redundant. He goes in, he gives him the folder, and the guy goes... He really likes you. He's trying to help you. And then later on, the Riddler goes, I was just trying to help you. And then Batman looks like a real jackass. If somebody told him that this guy's trying to help him. And then at the end of the movie, he the big reveal is that he's trying to help him. And Batman is like, well, what? I also, though, you need help catching the Riddler. So you go to the Joker? Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. The Joker is not your Hannibal Lecter. No. The Riddler could be. That's true. That's, yeah, You're going to go to the guy who's trying to sow chaos and anarchy for advice on how to catch a guy who's all about strategy and systems? Well, the other thing is, like, the idea of going to, okay, so... You know, one of the reasons they go in Silence of the Lambs, they go to Hannibal Lecter is like he's like the top. He's like the guy. Above well, but all. he's the top for like strategy and breaking out of prison and escaping the system. But also like they want the inside of like a serial killer. And he's like the great, the most renowned serial killer of all time. But this is Batman year two. And he already defeated the Joker in year one. So really, it's a list of one guy. You know what I mean? Like, so he's looking at a case and he's like, you know what? You know who I should go to? That other guy I defeated. The one guy that I've defeated. (laughs) You know what would have been actually really interesting is if we got Joaquin Phoenix in old age makeup. That I would have been interested in. And then it's like, oh, no, it was this guy who'd been doing it for a long time. Right. 
and Batman finally caught him. Right. But he'd been doing it well before Batman was around. Right. And then all of a sudden, Batman makes his... And that explains as well how he gets on the uh, the the good side of Commissioner Gordon, who's like, no, the GCPD has been trying to catch this asshole clown right. for fucking 30 years. Yes. And a man dresses as a bat and shows everybody up. He's coming on to our side now. Right, 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 right. Yeah. That would have been that would have been a better story. This is just like it's just a guy who shows up. It just it's whatever. Also, the same thing I said about like I'm done with the gritty Batman. Like it, we've not gotten off the Heath Ledger Joker at all. Like, again, I just want something different. I just how interesting would it have been to see a, a really clean cut? That's what I mean. Dapper if you looking. See, how interesting would it be if you saw the animated series Joker? Right. Well, I was even thinking Jack Nicholson. Right. But just uh, they're almost. I mean, they're not so Jack close. Nicholson, but that. Yeah. Something like that. Where it's just like bright colors. Yes. Nice combed hair slicked back. Yes. Very poised. And just like. Looking real cool in Arkham, looking real happy, like he's in his element now and just looking like real snazzy and like, no, this is pretty, pretty cool. I like this. Yeah. You know, this is right where I'm supposed to be. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I know that would have been good. This is a different thing. <laughs> That's why I didn't even put it as a new. I was like, this doesn't even yeah. register. Do you think we're getting to the point? This is this is the one thing I thought about this. Do you think we're getting to the point now because everything is out there all the time anyway, that scenes like this automatically are canon, like once they're released out to the public. Uh, I think it depends. Uh, in this case, I mean, Matt Reeves was basically like, yeah, you, you know what I mean? I, I think it's. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, at the end of the day, it depends on what the universe decides to do with it. Right. If they decide to do nothing, then no, it's not technically canon. Maybe it is. But then they make the decision down the road. But I, I think in this particular instance, like Matt Reeves has basically been like, yeah, I wanted to do it. It just didn't fit in the movie. Right. But what I'm saying is like they could technically because you don't. You, I mean, even in this clip, you don't really see him, but you don't we don't know him a whole lot. We spend a couple seconds with him. But they could really kind of change. Oh, I see what you mean. Who this character is for the sequel? By is this canon? Kind of you don't it. mean did this event happen? No, I mean like is this if our they Joker? Would drastically change the Joker for the Batman. Yeah. Use the same actor, and you can still kind of use the look. But they again in the actual film, you don't really see him, and you don't really like interact with him a whole lot so they could do anything with the character this is a little more defined so it's like since this is released is this canon and like if they were to change the character would people be like well that's not that's not what he really is because in the deleted because all this stuff is out there all the time depends on how good he does it fair point like i think that was a big thing that heath ledger was going up against and it's not a one-to-one comparison but there were other like uh, you're going to do something completely different than the one we've seen, the Jack Nicholson one. I mean, we all know that one. Right. What do you mean you're going to do something completely different? Right. So like in that way, that worked really well because like he hit a home run with it. Right. So like if you hit a home run with it, I don't think people are going to give a shit. And also you can say time has gone by and, you know, you can change whatever you want. You, the, like people can get plastic surgery and. Sure. Sure, know. sure, sure. Yeah, I get what you're saying. Voltron is finally going to get a live-action adaptation with Red Notice director Rawson Marshall Thurber at the helm. And everybody wants a piece of the pie. 
Warner Brothers, Universal Pictures, and Amazon Studios are all among the six or seven studios and streamers trying to land the project, all racing to get their hands on what will inevitably end up being a horrible idea. How into Voltron are you? We've never actually discussed our Voltron. We have, but it was a long time ago. It was ago. a long time ago, wasn't it? We have, yeah, we, it's not it was one like early days. Oh, it was like when we were sharing a mic. Oh, wow. That is that yeah. almost doesn't even exist to me anymore. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I one time said to Melinda, and this is actually accurate. I have been watching Voltron since before you were born. Oh, yeah. I guess that could be accurate. I'm a big fan of Voltron, especially the original series. I do like the new one as well. I haven't finished it yet. I'm not caught up. I've watched, I think, maybe half the first season. I really liked it. I just then... It's very good. Yeah, Yeah. it's really good. It's weird. We had so much time to watch television when we were four and five years old. I know. It's kind of crazy, isn't it? Yeah, I did grow up. I I did watch the original series when I was growing up. And then I caught some of the new the new Netflix one. I I mean I like Voltron. I'm not like the biggest Voltron fan in the world. I have all the toys in a storage of you do. locker somewhere. Of course you do. But I've always wanted a live action Voltron. I don't know. Yeah, we're not there yet. Yeah, I don't think we are either. Especially if we're looking at streaming stuff. I don't know, yeah, man. I mean, I don't want to judge a guy based on red notice because <laughs> again, it was streaming. So like I'm thinking of like the bull effect and everything. I'm like, right. that was Netflix money and things like that. It is worth noting that Netflix is not in the running. No, they are not, which is interesting because they have the new series. Yeah. So I don't know if maybe they're just like, we did our Nivoltron thing. Well, I think they know as well. I think they're like, this can't be an improvement on this cartoon. Right. Right, right, right. I I mean... They hit gold. In the right hands, with the right budget, you can make something good. I th- I, I'm I leaning towards agreeing with you. Yeah, I mean, if you get Weta Studios to do... I don't know if you're familiar with Weta. Yeah, I know Weta. But if they, if they have Avengers Endgame money that right. they're willing to right. fork up... Actually, that's what they should do. They should motion capture... They should sell the property to Marvel... Yes, they should. They should motion capture Voltron? Yes. Actually, think no. about it. No. I think actually that's not the worst idea. It is. Because then you get a little more of a fluid looking. No, it doesn't need that. Because that's the thing is that like it it's a big clunky robot. Right. Like it should be a big clunky robot, I think. I think the, the hard part is just making it look like it exists in space. Right. What about uh, the guys who did Pacific Rim? What do you think of Pacific Rim? I've never seen those movies. Oh, uh, okay. I think just for the sake of like seeing how a Voltron could be done. Who did do Pacific Rim? Probably Weta. I mean, Guillermo del Toro was the guy who really? directed it. Yes. That's so interesting. He directed the first one. So it's probably no CGI then, right? It was all prosthetics. It was all prosthetics. <laughs> all prosthetic giant. 4,000 foot tall prosthetic. Prosthetics, yeah. I could see Guillermo del Toro doing that, too. <laughs> it's Doug Jones, actually. You wouldn't know it. It's Doug Jones under all they're that all metal. all Doug Jones. Yeah, yep. they're all Doug Jones. They're all of them. Every single one of them. Get just, just get Doug Jones to do Voltron. <laughs> That's what you do. Just cover him in Problem metal. Problem solved. Oh, ILM. Yes. ILM did Pacific okay. Rim, so they could, they could yeah, do it, too. They're they good. That's the Lucas one, I think, right? It is. It is. Yeah. I think... Again, I'm very even as someone who's not like the biggest Voltron fan, I'm very cautious. I want to say like cautiously optimistic. I want this to work really well because I think it would be awesome. Like the Tigers, I think it would be fantastic, but it has to be done right. Like there's no 
way around. This is either going to be absolutely stellar or complete dog shit. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> yeah. there's no if it, there's no in between it. There's no like it was okay. Like it's going to be a colossal just pile of shit. A hundred percent. Or it's going to be like the greatest thing we've ever seen. I mean, listen, if they can't get a Power Rangers movie to work, then I can't I don't have much more hope for for Voltron. Well, yeah, everyone was really hoping that was going to be the like rated R. I just wanted like I think not even rated R. Like I'll take a PG-13 Power Rangers. I think you could do that really well. Whatever that was, wasn't. But you could. That was just a lot of Krispy Kreme. (laughs) Do you want a couple uh, quick things? Yes. I don't know how quick this first one's going to be. Oh, boy. Because I think it's going to be of interest to you. But I I wanted to make sure that you heard this. I can not be interested in something very easily. Go for it. I can turn off my interest. Did you hear about how Ivan Reitman saved Into the Spider-Verse? What is this? I've been looking at this on the ticker. What is this very quickly? (laughs) So evidently, Lord and Miller in an interview, I forget with whom, brought up that they had the movie nearly completed. And they had the opportunity. The producers knew Ivan Reitman. And they were like, you know, if you want, you can screen it. Because they had been screening it to people and they had gotten mixed reactions and so he was like, well, you know, we can show it to Ivan Reitman. I, he's a friend of mine and we can see what he has to say. And they were like, Ivan Reitman? Yeah, of course. So they had a private screening with just the three of them, Lord and Miller and Ivan Reitman. And they said uh, in the interview that they asked, what did you think? And he said, half of this movie is incredible. It's so good. The other half is really bad. And that made them laugh really, really hard. And he wasn't laughing and he was very serious. And he left them with a, a, a like pages of notes to fix it. And they did another. They applied all of his notes. They did another screening with an audience and they brought Ivan Reitman in to watch it this time. And they said they were planning on going and checking with him to see if he was enjoying it. Or they, they said that he was asleep. They, <laughs> They said they were planning on, they both looked over, they they wanted to get each other to look over to see if he seemed like he was enjoying it, and before they could even agree to do that, they could tell he was laughing hysterically through the whole thing. That's great. Yeah. That's awesome. And that's how they oh, knew that they had succeeded. That warms the cockles of my heart. I know, doesn't it? I it love really that story. Does. That's such a great story. And now he's dead, so get out of your cockles. The other thing I have to say is that... Uh, Elliot Page's character in Umbrella Academy. Yes, I just read this. Yeah. Is going to come out as transgender. Yeah. The only reason I didn't have, I thought about putting this down and and the only reason I didn't, I was like, yeah, that makes sense because she is also transgender. So it's like, it was almost, I don't want to say it was inevitable. First of all, small correction. He is also transgender. I'm so sorry. Did I just say she? <laughs> you did. You I'm son of a so bitch. I'm so sorry. I, I am a I son understand. of a bitch. Well, I wasn't sure though, because I, you know. I don't know if it would be offensive to be like, oh, this person in time travel, we messed something up and now they're male. Oh, yes. I'm just saying I knew they were going to have to change his character. Right, right, right. At some, sure. Somehow, But it some seems way. like what they're going to do is work into the story that the character is, is transgender. transgender. So I don't yeah. know if they're going to, like, is this going to take place quite a while down the road? That's what I mean. That's the only thing I'm curious about, because they're stuck in like... Did an, they film it before he had already, like, right. really they're gotten into the transition? They're stuck in an alternate reality or something. So I'm like... Right. You know, and, you know, that, that process is a long process. So are they, yeah. are they stuck in this alternate reality for a while? Well, and it is a, lo- it is a long process that shifts 
in small amounts over time, right? right? That's what I'm saying. Because like he spoke at the Oscars, yes, and I was like, "Ooh, listen Ooh, to that deep voice!" Yeah, and I was like, "Oh my gosh, this is like a totally different person, as it should be." So I don't know if they're going to like you have to be so strategic about reshoots at what point in time you're shooting a certain thing, yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like all of his stuff then has to be shot chronologically. If they were shooting during his transition. Well, exactly. Yeah, right, yeah. right, right. I have no idea when any of this was shot. It's cool though. But it is. It's very cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's nice to put a spotlight on that. It is. It's great. It's really great. And they, you know, it's going to be Victor is the character name. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What was yeah. the other name? It's uh, it's another V. It's uh not Veronica. It's not Viola, is it? It might be Viola. Because they played the violin, right? Yeah. It'd be a little too on the nose to be Viola. Vicky. Was it? No. Did you find it? No, I'm just naming names. Vicky, v- Vanessa, Vichelle. Yeah, it's Vichelle. Venifer. Vermine. Vanya. Vanya. How do we The not- most obvious V name Such <laughs> for a woman. God, we are a bunch of morons. And definitely the only reason I know that name is not because of Uncle Vanya. I should have known because Victor is spelled V-I-K-T-O-R. Oh, you son of a bitch. I didn't I know should that. Have said that. Yeah, you should, I should have said that. I should have said that, and I didn't. And now you look like an idiot. I do. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> son of a bitch. <sighs> you want to end the show? Yes. All right. For cool. the love of God. I'm starving. I. You know what I had for lunch today? Human. Three donuts. Oh. We were both close. <laughs> you know what? I have ice cream I could go eat. I'm going to go eat ice cream now. I might go pick up ice cream from the gas station. Oh, that's the best place to pick up ice cream. <laughs> What kind of ice cream? Uh, it depends on what they have, man. It's usually Slim Pickens over there this time of night. Everything around here closes at like 6 p.m. because I live in the Burbs. Because that gas station, uh, you know, sells out really quickly for ice cream. They do. Well, I think they don't get a, they, they're not an ice cream place. So I don't think they get a lot of ice cream in regularly. Mm. Then they should have a lot. Well, no, then they should not offer it and they shouldn't let me in because I'm going to buy it all. But if you bought it all, then obviously it sells well and then they should buy more ice cream. They should. I agree. But I don't do it regularly. They don't know. And I should call so ahead. it's your fault. I should call ahead and let them know, hey, in a week, make sure you're fully stocked. Because I'm going to buy you out. I'm going to peruse your ice cream. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> Honestly, if you said peruse that way, I would lock you out too. That's fair. Then I wouldn't let you in. Oh, actually, hey, yeah. Andrew. What's up? Hey, Andrew. What's up? Hey, Andrew. What's up? Where can they find us? They can find us on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Pandora, SoundCloud.com slash The Media Lunch Break. They can find me at the gas station buying ice cream. You can also find us on Twitter, where our handle is at Media Lunch Break. We're on Facebook sometimes when Chris feels like getting off his ass. We're on Instagram. We're at YouTube.com slash The Media Lunch Break. You can I also actually fi- forgot I'm in charge of that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, you bet. I have not been on that in a while. Yeah. You should post a meme about Will Smith slapping the shit out of Chris Rock. I We're should. also on TikTok, where our handle is at The Media Lunch Break. We putting out a lot of TikToks lately, especially with the slap heard around the world. Oh I made a gosh. bunch of funny ones and also a serious one where I was like, is all the world mad? Has everyone lost their minds? And apparently Can we have. not all agree that you shouldn't hit a person for telling a bad joke? Nope. And we can't. No, we cannot. As evidenced by the comments that I received. You can also find us on Patreon, where if you would like to see some pretty swaggy Will Smith slap memes. Oh, yeah. You can become a member of our Let's Get Intimate tier. Let's Get Intimate. And you get to see a filmed version of every episode. There's a backlog. It doesn't go back to the very beginning, but it goes back pretty far. 
Yeah. And uh, we posted a fuck ton of memes that are all pretty good, if I do say so myself. How long are the sleeves on your shirt? Are they? Is that a long sleeve shirt? Oh, is there? There's a shirt. Is there a shirt underneath it? Yeah, oh, I'm doing the '90s thing. But is it sewn into the? Is that no, no, one no? I'm shirt? doing the '90s thing. It's two two different V-necks. You have two different V-necks yeah. on right now. Well, this You're is. You're a madman. What are you talking about? Two different V-necks <laughs> on top of each other. First of all, let me correct you. When you do that, it's called a W neck. Please continue. <laughs> You can also find us. I died. I just <laughs> you just killed me. You can also send us an email at themedialunchbreak at gmail.com. You can find us on our website, which is www.themedialunchbreak.com. Give us a rating and a reviewing on uh, iTunes, SoundCloud, YouTube. Special thank you to Julie. Thanks, Julie. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Julie. <laughs> uh, I'm doing the. If you oh, listen to last man. week's episode, I'm doing the. the Flipping three, me the triple bird. The, the three middle finger flip uh, off. The three amigos, I call them. <laughs> that's right. You can also. Uh, 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 that's it. <laughs> Sorry, that's the end. Is it this one? <laughs> Thank you to Julie. No, uh, it's the ring finger, is the one that's up. Uh, uh, oh, no. God damn it. I can't do it. Just keep going. You can do it. I'm going to teach you. Just make your... Keep doing your thing. Take your ring finger around the... You keep doing the outro. I'm done, motherfucker. Oh, is it me? You can also reach us by slapping Chris Rock in the face. Yeah, so uh, first of all, as Andrew said, leave a review. You can leave it right in app. Whatever kind of review you want to leave in there, you give us five stars. You can put whatever you want in there. You can... you Think of it this way. What Will Smith did to Chris Rock, you can do to us in a review as long as you put five stars with it. We don't even care. I'll tell you what, leave a five-star review, and in the review, put the joke that Chris Rock could have said that would have really earned him a slap in the face. Go for it. I want to see what people say. So we just did the news. Next week, we're going to be, I don't know, maybe Morbius? It might be Morbius, for all we know. Or it could be something else. But in the meantime, if there's something you're like, you need to talk about this. You need to do an episode about this. I just read this thing. I just saw this thing. What do you think of this? Send it over. We're always looking for suggestions and stuff like that. You want us to do another episode just on the slap? I'll probably be in the mood for it. I'm not going to (laughs) lie. You want us to recreate it? Yep. Could totally do that. Dibs on Will Smith. I'll take it. Also, if you're a creator, you made a comic, you shot a movie, you got something that you want us to give a listen to, to put some eyes on, you want us to talk about it, send it over. We love doing that stuff. We've done it a number of times. Those are usually my favorites to do. And we'll, we'll, you know, give it a shout out, give it some love, give it some critiques and and get people to, to take a look at it. Other than that, that's about it. Next week, I have no idea. Could be Morbius. Feel like it won't be, but could be. Who knows? Should I ask Jim Fagan if he wants to come talk about Star Wars? You could ask Jim Fagan if he wants to come talk about Star Wars. We could talk about that, too. So maybe it'll be Boba Fett with Jim Fagan. Who knows? Or maybe I'll say I'm buying your ticket, and then when you show up, it's actually for Sonic 2. That actually would be brilliant. I would totally do that. And... I would still review it as if it's Morbius. <laughs> You're like, this is a lot better than people are saying it is. Very bold of them to insert a hedgehog sex scene. I know. Into Morbius. Oh, I assume that both movies have it. Okay, great. There it is. That's how easy it was. We made a thing. There wasn't a thing here. Now there's a thing. That's how easy it is to make a thing. Yeah, we just slapped ourselves into the thing. Right there. And so, listen, here's the thing. Uh, you know, 
you should now go out. You should go make a thing. If you were already listening to this, probably you were already doing a thing. Keep doing it. Keep making those things out there. That's how easy it is. Yeah, that's it. That's I think that's about that's about all I got. I am spent right now. Yeah. Man, slap the guy right in the face. It's crazy. Loud enough that the mics picked it up. Yeah. And he just fucking sprung back like a weeble. Yeah, that was also crazy. By the way, uh, weeble jokes, just as relevant as G.I. Jane jokes. It's true. And by the way, if, if Will Smith has slapped me, I'm, I'm going to go out on a limb and say this. I know you're going to disagree with me on this. I would cry like a little bitch. I would weep uncontrollably on live television and I would I would ask for my mommy. Did you say I would disagree with you? Yes. I don't disagree with you. I think you would do that. How dare you think I'm so weak? I am too fast. I'm like a ninja. You are. He wouldn't be able to hit me. You're very nimble. I am. I'm extremely nimble. You wouldn't know it. To look at you, no. but you are quite the agile. One of my first dates with Melinda, she knocked. We were slapped you in the face. She tried, and I was invisible. Wow! But what actually happened was she. They didn't have. We went to like Wendy's, and they yeah. didn't have lids for the drinks. And she knocked the drink over, and it would have gone right into my lap. But before the cup hit the table, I was already out of my seat. My God, Jason Bourne. <laughs> That's you. The Jason Bourne of Wendy's. Oh, my God. It's Jason Bourne. It's Wendy's Jason Bourne. Just that, uh, the next Jason Bourne movies, what you do, don't see is right out of phrase. They're just throwing sodas. It's at just him. me doing somersaults yelling parkour, <laughs> parkour, 